talk might help. Aloha Chairman Schatz, Jemai, Senator Murkowski, and aloha also to members of the Senate Committee on Indian Affairs. The Alaska Federation of Natives appreciates the opportunity to testify today on the Native community's priorities for the 118th Congress. My name is Nicole Borromeo and I have the distinct pleasure of serving as AFN's Executive Vice President and General Counsel. Established in 1966 to achieve a fair and just settlement of our Aboriginal land claims, AFN is the largest statewide Native organization in Alaska today. Our mission is to advance and enhance the political, economic, social, and cultural voice of Alaska Natives on issues of mutual concern, including in the U.S. Congress. On behalf of all of Alaska's federally recognized tribes, tribal organizations, and Alaska Native corporations. Today I'm joined by my 11-year-old son, Kellen. I'd like to recognize him to help illustrate what our number one priority as Alaska Natives in this Congress is. And that is capitalizing on this once-in-a-lifetime investment for all of those that come after us, including Kellen, his children, and his children's children. Chairman Schatz, Vice Chairman Murkowski, this committee, together with your colleagues, has secured more than $35 billion in tribal set-asides across six major economic relief recovery bills, the largest being the Infrastructure and Investment Jobs Act, which has $13 billion earmarked for tribal communities and native entities, and this is being implemented widely across every federal agency right now. However, implementation has become a major challenge, and streamlining implementation has become our number one priority as Alaska Natives. Without reform, the laws that you worked so hard to enact will die on the vine at the agency level. To prevent this from happening, AFN has four succinct recommendations. And we feel as though we have subject matter authority in presenting these recommendations because for the last two and a half years, we have been running a navigator program on behalf of the entire Alaska Native community. Senator Murkowski alluded to it earlier. The navigator program's challenge is to track, amend laws as they move through Congress, and then also to track and amend implementation at the agency level when the federal agencies are implementing the programs in a way that doesn't benefit the Alaska Native community or Indian country generally. Our first recommendation to this committee is to draft future legislation that makes clear consortium applications are permitted by tribes or eligible entities in line with Settled Principles of Tribal Self-Governance and Native Self-Determination. Our second recommendation is to waive match requirements for small and needy tribes. These tribes have less than 200,000 in annual operating revenue, and the match requirement is akin to offering them free lifetime oil changes when they don't have a car in which an oil change can be performed on. Our third recommendation is to allow eligible entities, including most notably our small and needy tribes, to report on an annual basis instead of quarterly reporting. One grant program to give you an example of this is the Grid Resilience Program, which is being implemented right now at the Department of Energy. That is a five-year program with a formula fund allocation that is non-competitive. However, to secure this about $65,000 annually, Every tribe has to report on a quarterly basis. In the end, 
this will prevent more tribes from accessing these funds than securing them when grid maintenance is desperately needed. And finally, we would like to see eligible entities be able to submit their compliance and reports via the regular U.S. Postal Service versus online. Again, many of the programs and the laws that we have seen in Indian country over the last few years have been dedicated to bringing broadband to our tribal communities and native villages. But many of the eligible entities that are eligible to apply for them do not have broadband necessary to make that application in the first place. And that relates back to our first recommendation, which is to allow a consortium application. So organizations like AFN and similar to us can help our tribes secure this once-in-a-lifetime investment. Koyana, mahalo for your commitment to ensuring Alaska Natives and Native Hawaiians and American Indians have the benefits intended by this historic investment in our communities. I welcome the opportunity to answer any questions. Thank you very much. Ms. Lawrence, please proceed. 